Q. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie and television lovers. I'm your host, Don Shunham, and this week we are talking about multiverses, but I cannot do it alone. I'm joined by my co-hosts from the multiverse, Tanya Tanger and Laramie Gagui. <laughs> Crushed it. Absolutely I really tried. Yeah, there you go. Hi, Hello. guys. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to this universe. Well, good, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Ah, <laughs> oh, good. Um... So, yeah, obviously we're talking about the multiverse because it is having a pop culture moment right now. It is. Um, you guys. John. First and foremost, what mm-hmm. is the multiverse? Or is it a thing? Or what are the multiverses? Multiversi? Queen of Versailles? Well, what do you guys think? As someone with two arts degrees, mm-hmm. I think I'm highly qualified to answer this question. Uh, I have a deep understanding of physics. Mm-hmm. No, I do not. Uh, but at least grammar. Grammar, sure. <laughs> great. Uh, so my understanding is that multiverse theory is a, just that, a theory. <laughs> <laughs> that through... Well, I think there are different kind of like iterations, but basically... And jump it, jump in here, y'all. No, I'm just well, I'm, I'm literally what do yeah. Uh, that there are, I believe, infinite other parallel universes mm-hmm. alongside question mark ours. Now, what does alongside mean? I'm like, are we just slotted in? Well, like, like I, tra- I was reading about it a little drawer? bit today, and the thing I read was talking about how at the very beginning of the universe, which even that, frankly, stumps me. What mm-hmm. that means. Within one second of our universe, it started expanding infinitely outward, right? Yep, this is true. And then at a certain point, some billion years ago, it Okay, are you stopped. just singing the Big Bang Theory <laughs> yeah, theme song right now? I should be. <laughs> but I guess it didn't slow down that expansion at the same time in different places. So there's a theory that... Oh, goodness gracious... That the places where it kept expanding are other universes, that, if I understand correctly. Maybe. That is a trip. It's mm-hmm. a trip. That's a trip. I don't think I just explained that correctly, but... Physicists write in, please. Please. Yeah, all physicists, please. Uh, yeah. And there's a man uh, who is science adjacent, mm. uh, Sonia, spot on. <laughs> Great. Uh, thank you. And also completely incorrect in multiple ways. But um, uh, I think it's a thing that we don't fully understand because it's a theory of right. how some physics, not physical properties, but physics properties, physics, what are they called? Laws. Laws, yeah. yeah. Exist. And it's right. a way to prove things that may or may not be true. But in general, it is the idea that every time we make a decision, mm. uh, a la Back to the Future, um, a whole new universe is created uh, based off that decision and carries forward onward. Okay, so here's the question. Is okay. it that a whole uni- new universe is created when we make that decision? Or is it that that universe already exists and it's just a different branch based on... Uh, it would have to be both, right? Okay. Yeah, Because oh if there's infinite universes, that means that... There's infinite... There, yeah, it's, it's based off infinite decisions that we make. 
So, guys, I wish we were high right now. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I feel like I am a little. Um. So, okay. Why are they so hot right now? Why it, is everyone Marvel. giving this the uh, yeah in a the word, treatment? Marvel. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay, you're right. Marvel <laughs> is, but you know, who else is doing multiverse right now? Uh, Stranger Things. The Daniels. The Daniels. Yes, Rick and Morty, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah, like there's it's it is popping up everywhere, and I think that it is not just the Marvel so, the Disney Marvel solution to make more content. But um but I feel like the Marvel solution adds because of market research and everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. well, they'd be watching. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. I'm trying to think of now what the first like multiverse instance that I had was in the past mm. 10 years here. Sliding maybe, doors? Maybe. Yeah. Where you could do short blonde hair or long brown hair? <laughs> yeah. That's true. I watched that this week. I'm excited to talk did about it. Did you really? Oh, I okay. did. I've never seen it okay. uh, Maybe it was just the pandemic and everyone just acknowledging like, oh, like, is that a community joke? Like, this is the worst The darkest timeline, timeline yeah. yeah. Darkest or worst? It's darkest, oh. I think. Yeah, which uh, in many ways I think is at least partially true. I, I have to believe that there are places where it's better than this. Yeah. <laughs> that there are oh. universes where... I thought you were going to say I have to believe that there's universes where it's worse than this. Oh, certainly. Because yeah. oh, I'm like, please, this can't be. Yeah. Do you guys think that there's multiple universes? No. <laughs> <laughs> well... One thing that I was reading today that I thought was interesting is that one of the sort of like ideas behind multiverse theory is that it's extremely unlikely that a universe would support life. Mm -hmm. And so the very fact that we live in a universe that supports life suggests that there could... That we're in the best possible Right, that there are like multi, multi, Mm -hmm. multiple tries basically. Although I think that's sort of like very theoretical and like who knows, but I don't know. Yeah, it's... Well, then that's actually a relief that we are doing the best that we can possibly we're, do. We're doing our best in we're this one little op- universe. Operating at 100%. Yeah. Probably, it's probably more like a mercy pass situation, but, I mean, here we are. Yeah. Um, what do you think that your life looks like in a, multi- in a, in a different multiverse, in a di- different universe, across the multiverses? I mean, technically... Everything. It's everything. <laughs> it's all of the things. You are a fishmonger. Yeah. You have mm. a yellow umbrella. You. <laughs> That's just your life. <laughs> um, I was when you when you like sent us the questions. I was thinking about this, and I kind of made myself sad because I had the thought like, oh, there's a universe where my neurodivergence was diagnosed as a child, and maybe I thrived. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to believe that. Well, and I would argue that you are a bit of a thriver. Oh, thanks. Maria Thriver over here. <laughs> For sure. But, you know, it just, like, I, I mean, we're going to talk about everything everywhere all at once for sure mm-hmm. um and that movie will get you thinking about yeah the various actually life paths. we might as well slide right into that because we do it? because we're michelle dying. yo does do the you know we see her at so many points in her life and mm-hmm. she is glamorous movie star she is kung fu master kung fu master mm-hmm. opera singer hot dogs uh, for hands yeah <laughs> okay well also <laughs> Hot Dogs for Hands universe, like... 
It's so funny. It is funny, but it's also like, but in no way would evolution in any multiverse ever lead us this way. John, you don't know, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> it would because infinite know. possibility. Yeah. I know. It okay, happened. I know. I know. It makes no sense. But it was it was funny, but it's also like, okay. Oh, it's so upsetting to look at. <laughs> I think it's okay. Like, I, I, I often struggle with the idea that we're really gross and we're just all used to it. Mm-hmm. And It is kind of shocking. Yeah, and like... I think that it's it, there's this science fiction thing about how it's I think I've talked about it. It's impossible to imagine something beyond our scope of existence. Mm-hmm. That's why aliens always look like a bunch of different insects or animals shoved together because we can't we can't go beyond that. Right. And that's like the whole like oh your brain will explode if you see an alien for real. But uh it is like the the whole thing of, you know, there's you're correct in that you have to like okay, if they have sausage fingers then that means that this also evolved weird to be, you know, apples mm-hmm. are really jello-y or something. Um, but, uh, right. you know, it would still it'd be normal to them. Sure. Like, I get... We, uh, we'd freak them out just as much. Oh, your puny hands? Uh, uh, um, yeah, I guess we didn't see... we didn't. The camera didn't go outside of their home. No. So we, perhaps everything else was also bizarre. We, we did see a musical, though, in yeah. which people were dancing... And possibly foaming of ketchup and mustard out of their mouth, or it was being uh, squirted into their mouth. I was uncertain. Wait, I think this is one of the one of your private videos that <laughs> auto started. I was watching I don't, it alone. I don't remember uh, that at all. Yeah, there, there, there I don't remember that either. That but did happen. There was also like many parts where it was too visually overwhelming, mm. and I just closed my eyes. Really? Mm. Yeah, there was oh, like. Really? There's like at least one shot where it was just like, bah, 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 bah. Mm, and it was yeah. like, oh, she's in a, um, whatever, an urn, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah, or like, there's that one where it was just like extremely rapid fire that I was mm-hmm. like, what if I just have a little seizure right here? <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you didn't. And I've never had one before, but I was like, this mm. might be to the time. Mm-hmm. But the gist of the film, is right? That, uh, the main character uh, is well, it's really their her husband's. Alpha, who instigates oh, the whole thing, mm-hmm. and uh, she discovers that uh, she is the sole person who can stop a calamity in the multiverse if she is able to sort of master the skills of what do they call it? Jumping, Ta- like yeah, uh, universe jumping, verse, verse jumping. Yes, where you can get other skills and then bring them back to your universe and because ostensibly stuff. you throughout all of the universes have all of the skills you need yes. you can just access them you just need to you, you just, just need, need to, to do them. a weird dare or <laughs> i love it you have to do a highly like improbable or strange action to like to, to, like, to stop the time to la- no to slingshot to you launch to launch oh yeah i think it's basically like the idea is that you're kind of like disrupting the normal like timeline and like pattern Mm-hmm. Of your own universe, and then somehow that allows you to then it's a, a launch it pad. A, it was a slingshot, right? So you have yeah. to do the weird thing that will like launch you yeah, through exactly. the multiverse with a very specific pair of I just had Oakley a, headphones on. Yeah, I just yeah. had a I'm I I'm like I'm a visual of a man racing as fast as he can to land on top of a <laughs> yes yeah well, uh, an award shaped like. Something that goes yes, in a part a of your body. Yes. And I, a thing I was, like, watching this movie, I liked it a lot. It was really good. Mm. It was very fun. It was super intelligent. There's, like, so much going on. 
But then it's just like a butt joke, you know? Like I like, love it. But like it's like this whole spectrum of of like who wrote this? Like, I know. I agree that Two sometimes I'm Daniels. like sorry. The only reason that this is that the the thing is a bagel is because they wanted to call it an everything bagel yeah like, like that's like the entire reason is i'm like you guys it's the one joke. i feel like there's a few things where they're like well we can't change this this is the thing i like or like this is the joke i wrote so <laughs> but i kind of love that like i really love the juxtaposition of how smart it is and how like intense and sort of philosophical and like beautiful yeah. like a very you know just like effectively made film mm-hmm. and then those moments of Where it's so such stupid. absurdity and yeah. stupidity because it's like that is kind of what being alive is like you being know? alive yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah it was and also like not for nothing but the fashions in oh this yeah film were very fun yeah um I didn't so like Stephanie Shu plays mm-hmm. her daughter, mm-hmm. and in the main universe that we meet her, she's just like a kind of a loser kid who's like try has a bad relationship with her parents and or at least her mom, and is trying to like explain to her that she is a lesbian or not even explain but like try to introduce her to her girlfriend, and then in the but then secretly she is a like all-knowing evil being of some sort but well no, another version of her is yeah and right. in, in the i but think it's in is, the alpha but she's right? that through every universe well, so, okay, except so, for that one spoiler alert major spoiler alert yes but also like this movie is kind of unspoilable in a way it's you could it's so much i could watch it again right now yeah. and completely have a different opinion <laughs> in in one of the other universes mm-hmm. her daughter basically like I think I think what the way they explain it is that she actually like Michelle Yeoh's character, the main character, Mrs. Wong, in one of the universes, pushes her daughter so hard to like be verse jumping all the time mm-hmm. and gain all of these different abilities and stuff that she basically like fractures her mind and she becomes this multi-dimensional being called Jobu Tabaki, which is <laughs> so funny. Um who is experiencing all of the universes at the same time. And mm-hmm. so she can like flit into the different, her different bodies in all of the universes. Right. Okay. So she's this like threat because she disrupts the like order of the universes because. Well, she wants to destroy them. Like, yeah. That was the whole, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, there, it's really explained elegantly in a, a Ratatouille reference. That's. <laughs> oh my God. Raccoon. 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 That, that part almost killed me, you guys. It's so good. That was very. That little, I I would have watched a short film on just that same section of the film for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and just the dialogue at that part when when the mom says "rakakuni" and then the daughter just starts laughing hysterically and the dad's confused. Because I was like, like, "Why did they even include this like weird joke?" And then it's because it has huge payoff later. It yeah. has huge payoff, but also I feel like it's such a beautiful encapsulation of just this like normal family dynamic within the chaos of the rest of the film, which I think is part of what the movie does so well, is, like, it's it's about the, like, multiverse adventure of it all, but it's Mm -hmm. also about her family family. relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just love... Because it's, like, I feel like we've all had a conversation like that with our mom, where your mom says something and you're like, I'm sorry, what did you just call that? Yeah, back back it up. (laughs) Rakakuni. Rakakuni. I would like to see that movie. Me too. Uh, It was partially made in this movie, but... I it, literally give it a couple more days. 
it could be made. I'm sure they have all the footage. <laughs> yeah. All that fur technology is put to good use. And another, th- when they are like a huge part or like a part of the trailer that made me like almost like burst into tears because I was like, it's so beautiful, was when she was like, you like, okay how what is it now i'm trying to think of it. <laughs> now you it's like literally like a part of the um, it's like my favorite or timeline is like the one with you in it or like the multi the universe that it is for me and i but after watching it i'm like she's in every single one like there's yeah. no universe that she's not right mm-hmm. there with her so then i was like well that's payoff for me was not good. Oh, oh that's fair. The trailer set you up. Trailer set me up and it let me down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did appreciate there is a lot of, as we all know, Jeremy likes reflexivity in his movies, mm-hmm. of which this is full. Yeah. And like to conceive of the idea that you will have a heartfelt scene between a mother and a daughter that is instead of your actors, two rocks oh my God. on the side of a canyon. Mm expressed in text and like not even their voiceover just the text just of silent. what they're saying uh it was really funny but some of it should have been in chinese i thought that would have been way better. oh yeah you know, it's like uh they do it so good the whole time yeah because we yeah. are yeah true you're right maybe maybe they were speaking chinese at that point and it just was english subtitles but like it, it was like in in the film right like yeah, it's, not, yeah, right. it's not an embedded like whatever and um i i i'm always interested like I think the first big indicator of this that I saw was, I can't remember his name, Quentin Tarantino with the Nazi movie. Glorious. Thank you. Bees. Bees. Yeah. (laughs) But it's just just this idea of letting language be whatever it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be and like not forcing whatever. And like, oh, if you're having someone speak German, have them speak German and have subtitles and it's fine. And like, it's a quick and easy way to like just engage with the, and I really appreciated it in this just because... Mm. They play with it in a cool way, and like they'll they talk over one another, and like some will be in Chinese, yeah. and some won't be, and you get this like crazy situation. But um, it, I, there's just a lot going on, and yeah. uh, it's it's everything, all, everything, everywhere, all, all at once. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Ki Hui Kwan. Who um, made his return to triumphant movies. return? So triumphant return. Yep. He is like so. He plays her husband, Waymond, and he is like he's the heart of this movie. I would yeah. say. Oh yeah. And just the his like sensible slacks. His little like <laughs> when I he pulls out him. his little um, fanny pack. Yeah. He's the most. Char- I think he might be the most charming human alive. Very. And I, like has been since he was ten years yeah, old. I instantly recognized him. Yeah. Like, the voice. I didn't even the voice is like unchangeable. Yeah. It's crazy. It's and wild. I just, I'm so, I'm so glad we exist in a universe where he came back to movies and where he gets to see the Asian representation and be the Asian representation that was missing that drove him mm-hmm. out of movies. But, 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 I will lay this line down Uh-oh. right oh, now. Oh, God. If I, I can't swear on the radio. Oh, my God. But if they bring the Goonies back old, I'm not going to be okay with it. The, okay? Wait, yeah. the Goonies too. Where they're adults? Shut Jeremy, up. great idea. Shut Reboot up. it. No. Reboot it's it. Where's the cop button It's here? certainly already happening. No. But that's fair. That's fair, and he deserves more. Are they all still alive? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Mm. I think, like, the kid that plays the the one that does the truffle shuffle. <laughs> oh, God. Um, he deserves... He's, like, a lawyer. He's, like... Chunk. He's um that guy's, like, lawyer. 
Like he, yeah. Um, Kay, that you were just talking about. Kiwi Kwan. He is his, like, lawyer. He is just, he actually? Yeah, he, like, um, they're still, like, good friends, but he has not acted since, like, the Goonies. Mm-hmm. As just a normie. Oh, well, I kind of like that for him, that good? to be honest. That's true. But... I hope he's happy. Whew. But, um, yeah, great. Great movie. And Yeah, everyone get out there, investigate. Um, close your eyes if you need. Wear a sunglass. If you have a complicated relationship with your mom, you're going to cry. Just know that. True. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what are uh, some other good depictions of multiverses? Uh, I would like to bring one up. Please. I, I don't know if you guys have, have, have seen it, but I do think it was they did it one time in a very clever way, and then they made a bunch more stuff, and that's, I think, what made it okay. Um, I can't remember what it's. I think it's just called Star Trek. Have you guys seen the mm. reboot of Star Trek with Chris Pine? Yes. Like the series. The film the series. Film series. Yes. yes. I saw the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Same. that's good because that's all we need to talk about. Mm. So um, the whole premise of the thing is that the bad guy who's played by Eric Bana, uh, I don't know his name. It's fine. But he's a mad alien who comes from a different timeline to try and save his planet, which is a, a solid, logical way to do it. But... That is how they got around all the fans being mad right. about all of the old starts. Like, it's all safe. We're not changing anything. This is all just in a new universe. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very clever because you'd sort of maintain things in a way and yeah. everyone's still happy. You don't happy. want to poke those Star Trek Well, I think, and fans. like Marvel's done that for years, right? Like with comics? Well, but they do it in such a blatant way and then they'll like remix the characters mm. and swap them around. But mm-hmm. essentially, yes. But I do think as a solve for how do we remake Star Trek without angering literally everybody, it's a solid, It's a you know, oh, this is just different because this event happened and now it's all different. And now when you watch these movies, they're not very good. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, these just take place, you know, in a different universe. And that's mm-hmm. why Khan and uh, what's Kirk are friends right now. And everyone can just be okay. And I thought that was a really clever way to just handle the fan base. I thought that was smart. You got to have, you know, light touches with the fan base for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so use it to get yourself is, out of trouble. There's new Star Trek, like, television series right now, too, right? Yeah, it's, it's essentially endless. There's people coming back. There's people, there's cartoons, which are supposed to be amazing, like mm, Lower Deck. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, and it's just about, you know, the like the people who die when the ship gets hit by whatever beam. Uh, and it's about their lives, which sounds fun. Oh, that oh. is cool. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, there's one episode where they're like, Stuff's happening and they have to do their job, but they don't know what's going on. Like, they can't, it's too big to tell. Mm. So they're just like, turn this crank. And that's all they do. Uh, <laughs> um, and Captain Janeway, I saw, was in talks to maybe return. Really? Yes. Who's that? She, I forget the name of the actress. Voy- Voy- that's Voyager? Voyager? Yes. Yes. She plays Big Red in Orange oh. is New Black. Mm. <laughs> and she was the captain in one series that I. That I really enjoyed. I watched every, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. A Trekkie. I never knew that about you. Well, it's mm-hmm. there's too much. Well, that's the thing. Like, I've I've kind of wanted to try it out for ages, but I'm like, where do I start? Do you, I go all the way back? Do yeah, I like, start I'm with like, TNG? I kind of poked in and poked out, but it's like, there's a million 
episodes. And I'm like, where's the series with Whoopi Goldberg? Or like, you know, I don't know. Where. <laughs> it's hard uh, to access. That's that's the that's the one about the space station. I have a friend. Oh, well, that clears I, it up. I have a friend who's watched uh. it all. And I would like him to give me a list of, like, the must-watch yeah. episodes. So, like, just, like, I don't know. Like, all the the best episodes that, like, get you the whole plot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, some of the movies are real But they're bad. also, like, ki- it's kind of just, like, a procedural also. Oh, definitely. It's just like, oh, what we got on the plate today? Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then off we go to keep exploring. Boldly. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, it, like, I can see how, like, very satisfying that would be, but it's also, mm-hmm. like, I don't really need to get out. I don't need to keep up with what's going mm. on. Yeah. And plus, I think, like, if you want to go, like, to the OG, like, the original with Leonard Nimoy and... Why can't I remember William Shatner. Thank you. Um, like, I th- I think if you're not, like, really into it, mm. it's going to be hard. Clunky. You know? And I can't remember, there's not actually that many of those older episodes either. Well, then maybe. So maybe I would. Maybe. Star Trek show is incoming. Spoiler alert, we'll oh, boldly God. go. Oh, where no podcast where, at CJTR Where no fans. <laughs> yeah, right. Probably the one right after this is about Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, maybe. Because <laughs> sometimes we don't know what we're doing next. And, <laughs> and something presents There's itself. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert here. Spoiler we're, alert. We're making shows as we go here, you guys. Listen, we're uh, flexible. But, Here's a question. Yes, mm-hmm. please. Is Donnie Darko a multiverse movie? Yeah. It is, right? I think so, yeah. Well, I guess you're right. Because technically the whole events of the movie, spoiler alert, until the end, are taking place in a, like, tangent universe, I I think is what they call them. Yeah, no, the thing that I don't know is, like, if you, like, if you have a time travel movie, do you have right? Well, this I was is this the I was thinking thing. about this because today. I was because I was like, True. oh, butterfly effect, yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, technically, they are different multiverses, but it's like a. I feel like it's what people call a time travel movie. Maybe also, I looked at the Wikipedia for that, y'all. It's crazy. I know. Like, I also it's did today. Nuts. So for for what butterfly for effect. butterfly. You guys effect. haven't seen butterfly. Effect? I yeah, have, but, I but had it was to kind re- of like, oh yeah, yeah, he he goes back forth, whatever. Oh yeah. But like then I got into it, and it was like. He was like, he fa- had these five extremely traumatic oh, events happen yeah. to him as a child. And so then once he realizes he can change them, he decides to go back. And the things that he tackles, I wrote it down. He was almost strangled to death by his dad, but then his father was shot in front of him. Then he kills a mother and daughter accidentally with dynamite. He sees his dog get burned alive, was uh, in a child pornography film with his friends, yep. I was like, "This is the craziest. It's terrible life between yeah. seven and thirteen. Yeah, no wonder he wants to go back and fix a few things." And I think I watched that when I was like twelve. Yeah, I was pretty young as well. It was. And I, I feel. I think back to like, yeah, the scene. Anyway, it swept the nation. The, yeah, the uh, waking up and. Uh, but did you guys know about the the different endings? Because this is something I learned on Wikipedia today. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, How, can do you, we have time? Can you give it to us? Quickly? I don't know if I can do it. A okay, well, back. you all wait to find out the different endings, <laughs> like we all have done for the last twelve years, I guess. <laughs> um, we're going to use a few moments to peruse through hundreds of other lives that we could have led, and we'll be right back on ninety-one point three FM CJTR Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. And we are back on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. We'll be back talking more multiverses in a moment, but first we'll play a little game lovingly called The Game. It's game time, people. What? What? 
For those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, uh, there's a multiverse here joke, but I can't remember what it is. Multiverse here joke. Yeah, right here. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're just tuning in, the game's where I spend literally one half second this week looking for a title related to our topic that these two have hopefully not seen. I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. We all have a great time. You guys ready to play the game? Yes, I am. Yes. This week's title is The One. That title again, The One. The One. The One. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think The One is about a middle-aged woman who is dissatisfied with her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, you know, made a lot of choices that didn't turn out the way she hoped. And it was one of those things where she sort of always thought, like, okay, the next thing that comes along will be the thing that will change my life. Um, and she's lonely. Mm-hmm. And then... One night, she falls asleep in front of the TV and wakes up to what she thinks is an infomercial. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's someone talking to her through the TV and basically telling her, not unlike everything everywhere all at once, that the multiverse exists and that she has to go on this adventure to save the infinite universes. And so she does. She goes into the TV. But then she um, gets distracted from her mission because she realizes that she can find the universe where her life is the happiest, mm-hmm. like where she's found the one and like the one where she's happy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And so she, she tries to, fi- she, she's like going through all the universes trying to find it. Um, and then I think at the end she realizes that she just has to accept the universe that she lives in and make it what she wants it to be. Well, she's been able to go home the whole time. Exactly. A little bit of that. That's Click. beautiful. Thank you, Sanj. Uh, show. So, I believe that this is about um, a group of triplets. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> And they're, like, really good friends. They hang out all the time. They have a good relationship. And then they discover one day that the power of three, that they can travel multiverses. They can open a small portal with their minds. And then, so the three of them skip through multiverses and they are like excited to find themselves in another multiverse but then when they do they realize that there's actually only one and it was a universe where their mother lost two of them and so then and then they're like which one of this is even is us and then they find out that that guy is evil and is trying to destroy them whoa uh, for reasons related to multiverses yeah and uh, so they have to Either try to find a way to make him become a part of their pack and turn him evil. I mean, not evil. <laughs> or destroy him instead Ooh. to well, save the universe. Is there a scene where all four of them are dressed alike mm. and like they all take a tumble? Well, there's a the scene. four of them stand, they don't know which one is the bad one. There's a scene where one of them agrees to go on a date at a restaurant, but mm-hmm. he gets sick. And so then the other Classic. one has to go. But then that one has to go to a job interview. So then the other <laughs> one has to go. <laughs> Whoa. <And, laughs> it's a real, uh, it's a fun part of a really um, sort of intense movie. Okay, wow. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Um, you're both wrong in all, well, always shapes and forms, but that's okay. Oh. Um, There's a universe where we both have a million points. That. That's true. That's true. It's a tie every time. <laughs> you guys where we both guess it exactly the same, right. The same thing at the same time. Um, the One is a 2001 American science fiction action film hmm. directed by James Wong, starring Jet Li and Jet Li. Whoa! Whoa. 
Um, oh my God! Remember when movies used to do that? Yeah. yeah. Like on the cover, they'd be Eddie like Murphy, it's Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, so, the, I, I, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure this is bad, but I remember it being good. Mm. Like that's, but I was, I was young. Uh, anyway, um, essentially, uh, so in this movie. There are multiverses, and there are police who patrol those multiverses, making sure people don't do the bad thing. And you can travel in between them, but there's only 125 of them. So there's 125 different versions of everybody. And every time... That's so specific. It is. It's very specific for this setup that's going to come through. Anyway, every time one of your 125 versions dies, the others get stronger. Oh. So there's so much juice that's shared amongst the whole. Yeah, anyway. Not juice. <laughs> not juice. <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, juice. Jet Li plays both a rogue agent who is trying to kill all of his duplicates mm. in order to become oh, the, the one. one. Yes. And uh, like a cop who like figures out what's going on mm. and attempts to stop him. You, there is a scene where he fights himself multiple times. Uh, it was like this huge deal, and you know, like movie tricks and how we did all this stuff. Uh, it was pretty good. There was also some like bullet time stuff that they had to uh, fake, mm-hmm. which was really interesting, mm. and some like really smart digital things going on. Um, I remember it being pretty good. And uh, there's also like there's a lot of stuff about like for a while they don't realize that like since there's only two of them because he's the last he's the last one um he's just as powerful right like it gets spread evenly among it's not a highlander situation mm. right but anyway um if you got time and you want to see Jet Li <laughs> fight himself 2000s, 2001's the one mm. maybe the, the one, one for you. Wow, okay. There we go. Well, you thank guys, you for that. Thank you for playing the game. Oh, thank you, Jared. And guess what? Today, the game is brought to you by two things. <gasps> thing, Not one. Thing one, CJTR is running a 50-50 fundraiser. Enter at cjtr.ca slash lottery to support community radio, and you can take home half the pot. Last <gasps> year, the grand prize was over 1200 no, what? Wow. The, the draw date is June 21st, so get your ticket as soon as possible. Yes, please. And you guys. Oh. What? This, this is it, is it uh, what day is it? June 18, 10 to 5. June 19, 12 to 4. Uh, the Music Garage Sale is back. Oh, and that's... And uh, you can head down to the Centennial Market at 1230 Broad Street. Did you just make that up? No, I'm reading a poster <laughs> through this thing. Uh, <laughs> um, and you can get records, CDs, instruments, turntables. Come on down. And you might even get it sold to you by little Sonia Stanger. Or, or Tanya, Tanya or, Tanger. Or yeah. Laramie Jigui. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jigui's? Mm-hmm. Jigui on the Saturday, a little Sanj on the sun- Sunday. So come on down okay. and get yourself some record CDs, instruments, instruments or turntables. See you there. You guys, mm, yep. the grass feels back. I'm excited. And it's time to get excited. <laughs> we are, Jimmy. We're hype. Um, Sonia, can you give me an air horn, please? <gasps> Thank oh, you. That was <laughs> <that one> really escalated. <laughs> that was like a guitar yeah. solo. Um, okay, so we've been waiting with bated oh, breath right. to know what Sonia was going to say <laughs> about the butterfly effects. Um, multiple endings, the multiverse within a multiverse. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so the the, like cinematic version like the official ending that well that's happened. a strong word cinematic, yeah, but yeah, it, was it was in the cinema it, it was. you guys that did play is mm-hmm. that 
he basically, so he basically goes back and sort of like erases himself from everyone else's lives in such a way that all the bad things don't happen to them. Mm-hmm. And then he like sees Kaylee, like the main girl on the street, like in the future, in this alternate future. And they kind of like have a, a moment of recognition, but then just like go their separate ways. So there's another version where he they stop and talk to each other and he asks her out for coffee. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like the happy ending version. Okay, yeah. Then there's also like an ambiguous ending version where he like kind of turns towards her and then it just ends. So like you don't know what, if they talk happened? or not. Mm-hmm. This is the wildest one okay. in the, from the director's cut. He finds a way... To actually, I think I think he figures out that like the bad things started from the very beginning of his life, so he finds a way to go back to his own birth and strangle himself with the umbilical cord. <laughs> oh my god! Isn't that insane? <laughs> the baby wraps his his own. Yes, cord. like it doesn't. The baby takes one look around and says, "Not for me." Well, I know what the true ending of that movie. Yeah, is. I wow. That is nuts. <laughs> and I feel like I, it, it definitely wouldn't read well on screen to right? see a, a baby, some, like a puppet baby, like somehow take himself out. Yeah. Well. So, yeah. I don't, don't think we need to rewatch this. The strongest no, but I infant in the world. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's how baby it ends. geniuses. Yep. Ugh. Um, okay. So this is a, maybe we could go into some, what are some depictions of some Bad multiverse movies. Well, I watched one this week. Did you? And that is a little, a little movie from 1998 called Sliding Doors. Oh yes, and I would love to get to get on this. So this stars who else but the 90s queen herself, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Gwyneth Paltrow, and Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> one with long brown hair, one, one with, with short, short blonde, blonde hair. hair. <laughs> Basically, the premise of this is that uh, she loses her, she gets fired from her fancy publicist job. In London, and then is going home miserable. Misses the train, like the the underground train, at, mm. at the very last second. And then, as that happens, the film like rewinds and goes back to like a small inciting moment that made her miss the train, and shows what happened if she didn't miss the train. Mm. And so, in the in the world where she doesn't miss the train, she goes home and catches her uh, boyfriend cheating on her. With his ex-girlfriend. <gasps> I know. And then... Jeannie Triplehorn. Jeannie Triplehorn, who is great in this, honestly. Perfect villain. Um, makes makes choices that no human would ever make in this movie. Like, she just exists to be a villain. To be, yeah. And she's great are. at it. Um, and then she, like, breaks up with him and leaves and, like, starts this whole life. And it ends up being this really, like, positive change for her. She meets this really cute um, Scottish man who's played by John... Jacob I forget his name. Smith. Um, his name is he was in Four Hannah. Weddings and a Funeral. John Hanna. Uh, okay. Who, like, I hate saying this, and I and it shouldn't be this way. He would not be allowed to be the romantic lead in a romantic comedy today because he looks like a normal person. Oh. But he's, like, very handsome and everything. But I just yeah. was thinking about it as I watched it. I was like, this is a different era. Mm. Um, in the world where she doesn't catch the train... Um, yeah, where she misses the train, she doesn't get home in time to catch him. And so she ends up staying with him while he carries on this affair. And basically her whole life becomes a shambles. She's like a waitress and she's like supporting him while he's trying to write a novel, which like to everyone out there, you, it, no, don't 
don't like you I can't. mean it's beautiful to share what you have with your partner but like they got to pull their weight at home and if they're not there's <laughs> probably something else going on um anyway so yeah it's like it's it's a almost entirely pointless movie mm-hmm. like it, it where whereas everything everywhere all at once is so reflexive and like interesting and brings up all these interesting ideas about different versions of our lives this is literally like this is literally what if you had brown hair or blonde hair? <laughs> yeah like, and i think that there's a pretty big distinction between like people who are aware there's a multiverse mm. and people who are not because mm. like in that like it's just two stories based off yeah. one decision right like that's the or one event but um it does sound not good yeah it's not i mean it's like fine i guess mm-hmm. but even like the romance isn't particularly compelling like it doesn't build in an interesting way there's really no stakes no because it's like you also know that she wa- is going to break up with him at some point. Anyway, if you have watched the other version. Mm-hmm. Right. You assume that she's not going to stay with him at the end of the fo- movie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, It does get extremely dramatic. Like some of the stuff that happens though. Like, all kinds of unplanned pregnancies and like. All kinds of them. <laughs> there's multiple. A bunch of them. God. But how, yeah, I just. How many sliding doors are there? Literally one. Oh, okay. It's just the door. Like it's the tube doors closing in front of her but i don't know if it's just like the age like if it's just growing up when we did and how this was like a a punchline in pop culture Mm -hmm. oh yeah i thought it would be a much more i don't know i thought there would be more to it no like i I was like this was a big deal this movie no i think Mm -hmm. the punchline is literally like it's stupid yeah and (laughs) And it is and gwyneth like is she a good actor now i sometimes i defend i defend gwyneth yeah. I think this is very embarrassing, but I think she should have got an Emmy for her work on Glee. <laughs> I think she was very, very funny. I don't know that I've ever loved you more than I do in this moment just because you have that opinion. I didn't even know she was on Glee. It was a very small Wait, arc. Guys, Glee's coming back. I know. I what do you mean? <laughs> They're rebooting Glee. Isn't James what Corden act involved? With James Corden. Yeah, I sent you this. No. Yes. We live in the darkest time. Do you know what? You did send it to me and it was deleted immediately and I couldn't, I couldn't see it. <laughs> Your phone said no. No. Um, I hope it was a lie. What actor or actress would dare step on a Glee set right now? The curse? Are you kidding me? What's what's the Glee curse? Well, that... Okay, well, no, sorry. I'm sorry. You watched Glee? Oh, yeah. of course. Okay. <laughs> um, it, Glee is responsible for the journey of sons. It's brought oh, It brought it God. roaring back into pop culture. It is like Stranger Things to Kate Bush. Oh, God. Sorry. I'm, some of the oh. words you're saying, I don't <laughs> yes. understand. Imagine These going are tough back in time to, hear. to the 19th century and saying those words. <laughs> True. <laughs> what kind of night are you, sir? <laughs> My favorite day is night. Nights of the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, what were we speaking? Oh, yes, oh, yeah, Glee sorry. is coming back. There we go. Well, you know, I'm I'm holding my opinions, and I'll watch, I'll give it a watch. Wait, okay. so Jor- Jor- Jorms Gordon, Jorms Caden plays the Mister Shoe sort of character. Allegedly, okay. Mm-hmm. If if TikTok is a, the accurate news source, well, <laughs> we know it. Well, we know it to and be. you can stop right there. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, Jeremy, any other... Yeah. Have you guys seen this movie, Source Code? Mm-mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I couldn't watch it. I had oh. to stop watching Source oh. Code. Oh. And I can't remember the specific gripe that I had, but I just remember being, like, 
there's a there's a thing in media where it's like in Groundhog Day they figure out like how much of his morning alarm to show you mm-hmm. to like not like be annoying. Well, it's it's supposed to be a bit annoying, but then it's supposed to you know, like yeah. jump for we get it. It becomes shorthand. And I remember thinking in source code like, can I fast? Like I understand. Like mm-hmm. I know what's going to happen here. And like, can we just anyway? I just it, it was like I always feel like when they're like, oh, it's a you know, it's a multiverse. Half of our job is done because it's crazy. And then, like, it just doesn't work out. Like, it's just like, no, you need to do the work and, like, present this so that it's good. And I don't need to see the same thing a thousand mm. times. Anyway. That was what kind of it? my gripe with Russian Doll, honestly. Oh. Was oh, that yeah. we watched the same. Sweet birthday baby. Sweet, <laughs> like, and actually that part was hilarious. <laughs> but I would just watch her open her eyes in front of that mirror with that same song, like, 50 times. Yeah. And I was like. We know we can just show her leaving the bathroom. Yeah, like we don't need to start on this exact thing every time. Uh, I didn't. It didn't. Man, it wasn't annoying. I can't remember. I was getting ready to be like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna finish this if you don't change it up. Mm -hmm. And luckily, they did at the last minute. But there we go. Mm -hmm. Right when, right, right when they knew. Right when they knew. Anyway, is it worth telling us what it's about or not? Sure, it's about a guy who is a helicopter pilot for some reason, and they have a machine that puts you into the memories of another person so you can, like, relive their last moments. And he's oh. on a train looking for a bomber. And so, like, every time he goes back in, like, it's, you know, after however long the bomb blows up, you do it again, the bomb blows, you know, like, it's... Mm. And he's, like, un, like, unraveling the mystery as he goes. Presumably... There is some big twist. I don't know what it is because I <laughs> Cause still couldn't, do, no, it. I couldn't <laughs> do it. But I just remember like, like, oh, we're going to do a multiverse movie. And like, where's this piece of garbage? Because mm. I should have probably tried to watch it again. But What's the Emily Blunt um, Edge of Tomorrow? That's the one. Yeah. A version of that that the people were into and I, I was mean, into. Yeah. No, I think they did a good job of it because, again, it's like knowing – when to skip what and like what's important and like acknowledging that people will remember you know like 30 seconds ago when you just did this like we don't have to do it again Mm -hmm. and again you know like montage it like let's get through it yeah and then in edge of tomorrow spoiler alert they do some like really big jumps which are very dramatic when you find out he's been at it for like a thousand days you know like it's 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 good but um yeah no it's not not for source code that's all i have to say Fair. That's all I have to say about that. Take that, source code. Um, Get out of here, Jake. Do you guys, have you both seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, mm-hmm. I rewatched it this week. I love this movie. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is like such a nice love letter to like Stan Lee and who's the other author? Steve Ditko mm-hmm. that both like passed, unfortunately, the mm-hmm. year it came out. Um, but it was just like, let's just get all these Spider-Mans in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like just so fun. Um, what did I? What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> about it? I yeah, I'm like I don't really have anything to say about it except that it's just so good and yeah. so. Well, I think delightful. that they. I think that they the the best decision they made was like getting the different actors for the different spiders. Yeah, 
Because you have like Nick Cage, John Mulaney, so Chris Pine, that dude from New Girl. Like, you know, like it's right. all these different people. Haley Steinfeld. Yes. Uh, anyway, and I don't know who played the other, like the anime girl. I have no idea. Um, Penny Penny Parker. Thank you. Um, well, that's the, the name yeah, of the, her. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I didn't think the actress's name was Penny Parker. <laughs> that would be really something. That would be. Um, but it was just like a crazy, fun, like experiment, especially when did that come out? 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And like that was at the height of like Marvel's dominance. Mm -hmm. And to do something like super fun and crazy. And experimental. Yeah. And a bunch of people thought it was really going to bomb. And I remember going to it and just thinking, like, this is like. This is the best Marvel movie. Maybe. Possibly. It's my favorite. I I don't blame you at all for that. And uh, I'm excited for the next one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a sequel, right? Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot to take there, in. There there's are. a lot of multiverses. Yeah. Damn. Are they going to do five new ones, or are they going to keep the keep the gals <laughs> that we know? Don't know. Probably a bit of both. Well, should that wrap up our our chats of the multiverses? Uh, Thank yeah. you for leaping in the portal with us today. Um, is there anything else that we should talk about in the what you watching category? What else you've been watching this week? Well. Last night, I watched all four episodes of a new docuseries about, hmm, what shall I call her? She deems herself a spiritual leader. I would call her a con artist and cult leader. Uh, Teal Swan. Have you guys ever I, heard of this I one? thought you were going to say Gwyneth Paltrow oh. for sure. <laughs> I mean, her like, too. Get but off of her. Teal, she, her name's Teal Swan. Yeah, that's, I know. That's oh. just the beginning of it. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm like, how how deep do we even go? The wild part is we we could have people listening right now who watch her YouTube videos and think that she is like the bee's knees because <laughs> there's a real the disparity. Yeah. <laughs> there's a real disparity between like her persona that she has in like her YouTube videos that she creates and her actual person. Um but to put it it's it's called the deep end. I don't think I said that. Um, basically, she she uses this like psychoanalytic kind of blend of all of these different uh, Eastern spiritualities or Eastern religions. Uh, throws in a little pop psychology, and then claims to be this life altering healer who basically just. Uh, convinces people that they have horrific trauma from their childhoods that they probably don't actually have. Well, unless you're Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> well, exactly. She's like she's like a holdover of the satanic panic of the 80s and 90s. Like, you know, that whole phenomenon where a bunch of therapists started convincing people that they had experienced um, childhood sexual abuse and repressed it. Um, because anyway. of the Dungeons and Dragons movie, yeah. I could talk about this literally forever, but um, it was a real problem. Like people were falsely accused of horrific things. It went to court. Like it, it was this whole huge thing. And so she actually um, worked with a therapist in her teens, kind of at the tail end of this, who convinced her. Well, uh, like allegedly, she suffered this really horrific ritualistic satanic abuse as a child. Mm-hmm. It's very likely, I would say, that this was a false memory implanted in her by this therapist. How old is this woman also? She's like my age, I think, or a little... No, she's 37, I think, now. Oh, my gosh. Um, And now she does the same thing to other people. Um, But she has all these... Anyway, 
I should have planned what I was going to say because I could talk about this for an hour. But she she has these like followers who come to her retreats and stuff and to her events. And it's people who are in these like really desperate positions in their lives, like really terribly depressed people who are really looking for an answer. And she sort of provides one, but it's a very troubling and harmful one. And she has some very harmful ideas. Um so yeah, she's wild, and this docuseries is very fascinating. Um, she's absolutely a narcissist because she agreed to have a documentary crew follow her around for three years, <gasps> thinking Ooh. that it would like reveal that she's not a cult leader. And it's like, and it very, very much, much does much not do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, would recommend if you're interested in like understanding cults and if you have any friends or family who are, are like followers or of following Miss Swan. Get yeah, a, get some eyes on that. Get, wow. Okay, it's a lot. Cool. Uh, I watched two movies called Top Gun. Oh, boy. With everyone else on the planet right now. Both of them. Yeah. Um, both of them, okay. The two things that I would like to... Well, three things I'd like to mention. Number one, at the beginning of the second one, Tom Cruise gave a thank you to the theater that was like a shot of him sitting in a chair saying thank you for coming to the movie. And that needs to stop right now. No yeah. one needs to ever do that ever again because it was weird. <laughs> I want to see it. Oh, my God. Number two, um, <laughs> it, they did some incredible things with like real airplanes. And mm. I can't imagine how expensive this was. Like it's just it's mind-blowing. Oh, and you like, know Tom's getting in the Oh, airplane. yeah. Like it's, it's so much stuff is really cool. Uh, number three. Jennifer Conley is a chameleon and mm. became a different person in probably one of the best performances of her career. Jeremy discovers acting. Oh my god. <laughs> she did she did such a good job. Like it was it's mind blowing. You're like saying she, she was pretending to be someone else than she, she is? She pretended to be a, a, a like a different woman, you think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. Do you guys think Jennifer Conley is an amazing like Oh yeah, she's incredible. No, we're just making fun I know, of but like I, I just never saw this, you know. And like, there's all these people talking about planes, and there's some story stuff that's better than the first Top Gun. But she's just like doing her own thing, mm-hmm. winning her Oscar over here. Is she a pilot? No, she's a sailor. She sails. Okay, sailor. And rings a bell at a bar that she owns. Wait, so she's a business owner and a sailor? Yeah, and a single mom. Girl boss. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know. She, like, you can have it all. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Maybe I should watch. Maybe. you won't Everyone else in the world is watching it. Yeah. I might as well join them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't been watching a lot. I just started a new series on HBO called Irma Vep. Um, <laughs> uh, Irma. Speaking of Teal Swan <laughs> names. Um, but it stars Leisha Vikander, and it is a remake of an older film by the same filmmaker, or now it's a series, I guess. And it's just about like the French film industry and it's kind of like mm. silly and weird and it stars yeah, Alicia is this sort of um the star of this new film and every like the director is kind of crazy and everyone is like it's just like all of the trials and tribulations of putting this like series together. Mm. And it's uh so far it's really fun. Nice. And I think I should suggest it. Okay. And the name is insane, but it's a reference that you will find in the film or in the series. So cool. Her name's not actually Irma Vep. Oh, man. Um, I kind of wish it was. Yeah. I know. I kind of wish my name was Irma Vep. Well, it's also, it's a bit of an anagram. Or wait. Oh. 
Anagrams when yep. it's mixed. Okay. okay. It's an anagram. There we go. Um, I, we'd like to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for letting us use their song Manatuna for our theme song. We'd like to thank everyone here at CJTR and all of you at home for letting us your ears. We are broadcast Wednesdays at 6, Fridays at 3, and are available as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Play, and everywhere else podcasts are played. We are on Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> and Instagram. And uh, so give us a follow. Have a good night. See you. Bye. Bye.